0: Hello and welcome to the Huddersfield Town Preview Show in association with Sports Broker. I'm pleased today to be joined by Huddersfield Town Centre-back Naby Sarr and our nutritionist Nessan Costello. How are you two both doing this morning?
1: Yeah, very good. Thank you. Yeah, How are you, Nessan? Awesome.
0: Good, good. Um, I wanted to, to speak to you too. Obviously, uh, Naby is one of our players. We, we get the players on quite often, but Nessan is one of our performance staff. It's, it's interesting to get an insight into to what goes on behind the scenes at, at Canal Side. Um, Mab, if we, we start with you. How are you feeling at the moment? How's the, how's the season been going? Obviously, it's a, a disappointing performance and, and result that we've come off in the, in the last game. But otherwise, the, the season's been a, a positive so far, I think.
1: Yeah, I think uh, we, we had a, a great start. I think uh, the team is, is feeling well. We had some decent games uh, this, uh, this early season and I think we, uh, we're in a good place at the moment, uh, you know, in the table. So uh, I think we just have to, you know, to get the momentum going, even if you had, you know, uh, two, two bad results back to back. So we just have to, you know, uh, work harder and uh, do everything to, to bounce back and, you know, to try and stay in that in that uh, in that area.
0: You, know, you, were, you were man of the match against West Brom in, in our, our home game before the last one. Um, in the middle of the back three and, and the fans singing your name. How was that for you? Was it a... Uh, You know, was it one of those where you came back into side after a little while, was it a a great feeling for you to step back in and put in one of the best performances of the season? Yeah, of course, because, you know, uh, I
1: haven't been playing much, you know, this month. So, uh, you know, coming back to the team, uh, coming back to the team this this way, winning, you know, uh, having a great performance, uh, having the, you know, the MOM, uh, it was a great, great feeling for me and uh, yeah. Like you said, the atmosphere was 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 great with the the fans singing and and everything. So yeah, I really enjoyed that.
0: Yeah, you you you're one of the people around Canal Side that always always has a smile on your face. It's always nice to see you because you're always warm and welcoming and, and happy to see everyone. So I think lots of people see that from you and are, and are happy for you when you put in such a, a great shift and, and have such a you know reaction from the fans as well because we know it means a lot to you.
1: Yeah, of course, like. You know, I work uh, really hard every day uh, to get, you know, uh, to 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 be ready when I when I get the opportunities, and uh, and that's what I done uh, that day. You know, I was ready for it, and uh, yeah, like you said, uh, I try to you know to be a nice guy and and, and smiley with everyone because you know, uh, at the end, there is people that are that are in much worse situation than us, so. You know, it's everything to to be enjoy. I'm just playing football, so uh, that's the best yeah. <laughs> best job in the world. So, everything to be, be to be smiling for. Yeah,
0: I think that's really, really nicely put, Nabi. You mentioned your hard work, and, and I think that's where you come in there, Sam. Um, do you want to just, before we, we get into the, the nitty-gritty of what your role is and what your responsibilities and job is here, uh, just give people an overview of, of who you are and, and what you do at the club?
2: Yeah, no problem. So my name is Nessun Costello. Um, I'm a lecturer at Leeds Beckett University and I consult with Huddersfield Town um, three to four days a week, obviously supporting the staff and the players through food to achieve their optimal performance. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it in a nutshell. Um,
0: um, so with nutrition, is that do you work with the players on an individual basis? Is there a, a group-wide sort of target or, or goal? How, how does it work?
2: Yeah, we, we put a strategy, strategy together with the chefs where really we try and optimise each eating opportunity for the players and the staff. So that includes breakfast, lunch, snacks, pre-match meals, etc. Um, it's a full-on schedule as we can account to, 46 games plus all the cups, etc. So we're really just trying to make sure that at each eating opportunity we're supporting the players uh, to get the best out of themselves and when they step on the pitch they can really express themselves which obviously Abby yeah. did last week.
0: Yeah, if we use Naby as an example because he's here with us. Um, How how do you two work together to make sure that, you know, come Saturday afternoon, Naby's in the, the best possible position to perform? What's that like? Naby, if you want to jump in as well and, and sort of share what, what your experience of working with, with Nessan's like as well.
1: Yeah, it's been great to work with him. You know, he, he helped me a lot since, since I came here because... uh when i was in charlton i didn't have any nutritionist you know so that's a that's a big help cuz you know now i have a a good idea of what you know i have to eat like um game minus 1 game day game you know the the game um, the day after the game so uh so i think since yes yeah, since i've met Nessan and i feel better on the pitch uh, I lost weight and uh, i think that's you know, that's a, that's a really good good and positive, positive thing, sorry.
0: Nassim, so if we take Naby as you, you met him, um, pre-nutritionalist as he came from Charlton, and, you know, he's mentioned he's lost weight and has a, a better idea of what he, he needs to do and eat, which is obviously great to hear, but how do you approach him? How do you sort of use Naby as, as a case study and go, here he is, and, and do you have a, is there a, a place but you want to get in for and know for every player this is where they need to be? Or is it a case-by-case case basis? Is is Naby Sa's ideal and 100% completely different to what uh, Lewis O'Brien's is or what Harry Toffola's is?
2: Yeah, like, it's been really nice to reflect back on, on the work with Naby because, obviously, when we started together, as Naby mentioned, he came from Charlton. I remember the first time I met him, he actually had to isolate for two weeks by himself. He was in the, the Holiday Inn. And obviously, I came over on a Friday night and the manager was going quite, uh, quite aggressive about where we needed to get to and how quickly he wanted to do it. Obviously, Nabi was a big part of his plans. Um, so, yeah, probably at the start, it can be quite tough because you're trying to build a relationship with someone. Obviously, I'm really lucky because Nabi is such a nice guy. Um, so, like, he took everything on board and we, like, support each other. It was a lot of pictures at the start of, like, what are you eating for each meal? Little changes we could make. I'm sure Navi's smiling and reminiscing. Uh, <laughs> it was tough at the start because normally we did lose um, 7 kg. So now he came down from 102 kg. Now he's consistently around 94.5 to 95.5. Um, and with that, dropped a lot of of body fat as well. And and as he's attended to, he, he's performing really well. And last season, he played 41 matches for the team, which I think would have been difficult to do uh, in his previous composition. And hopefully, although I know it is frustrating at times to have someone always on your back about your weight and what are you eating at different times, hopefully he would attend that it's not been too painful
0: uh, a process. Okay. How's it been for you, Nabi? Sort of is it has it been interesting for you to learn what to eat and what not to eat? Is it is it something that, you know, that, that figure of how many kgs you've lost, is that something that you can notice when you are training, when you're playing that has, has made a difference?
2: Yeah,
1: that made a, like a massive difference. Uh, obviously it took me maybe I'd say maybe two months, you know, to get used to my new weight, you know, because, uh, losing, like you said, seven K is a lot. So at times I was feeling, you know, a bit weak or no energy. But after that, when, you know, I passed this two months, I was feeling really great, you know? could move my body more easy and uh and everything. so yeah like i always want to to get better and i think this part is really important so so yeah of course i'm you know i had the the motivation to to do it to do it right and i think we we achieved some you know some uh, positive thing like to to go from 102 and to to ninety four, ninety five. Now, I think it's, you know it's a big, big step forward. So, so yeah, I'm I'm happy with that, and and we we try to you know continue to improve, uh, even if it's the little details. Details uh, is still moving forward, so that's good.
0: Yeah, um, Nathan, what's the what's the thinking behind it? If you, if you go into some more sort of some of the science that you do, you are a doctor. Um, into into some of the, the actual thinking behind it and the rhyme and reason behind why losing weight works, why, you know, when we walk in at Canal Side, all of the, the macros of the food's written down, all of the the calorie breakdowns, and, and you know, the nutrition is is it's so transparent here. You can see exactly what the players are eating. It, it, you can see exactly what that's made up of and why. It has been sort of sharing that knowledge with them and, and getting them on board with that process part of what you do and quite important to what you do as well
2: yeah so the vision for us as i mentioned at the start is to, uh, to provide industry leading food which supports or optimizes the performance of players and staff and then really mm-hmm. break that down into simple eating behaviors that everyone understands so nabali could probably attend to us talking about how many portions of fruit and veg we'd like to, him to have at each meal and how that changes the day before a game or the day after if he's played 90 minutes So breaking it down to simple, easy behaviours that we can coach. Um, But if we answer your question at the start, I think it comes back to what Naby is expected to do on the pitch and how consistently he's expected to do it. So under the current regime, he's easily expected to run 9 to 10K, maybe five to 600 metres of high speed. Um, And to do that two to three times a week at times. And to be able to do that, you need to be in an optimal condition. So step one for Naby was really supporting him hopefully in a way that was enjoyable as well, Um, that he still enjoyed his food and it wasn't too restrictive, that we got him into an optimal shape. And now it's really making sure he's fueling optimally for games and then
0: fueling his recovery optimally to go again. Sort of, I think from like a layman's perspective and and from somebody like myself, who's, you know, nutrition is nowhere near as well thought about as Nabisi's or any of the lads is, the impression you get is that it's chicken, rice, plain food, broccoli, piece of fruit. That that might be something you were scared of now when Nessan came in, is that all the flavours going out there's no spices on there. no, nothing of any taste coming into my diet anymore. Um obviously we, we see what the chefs make at Canal Side, we see what the lads eat after games. It's it all sounds and looks appetizing, it all looks really good. But there's obviously some, you know, great thinking that's gone behind with with you and the chefs into what makes that food up and, and, and how that works. We hear the headlines about no ketchup, no condiments, all that sort of thing, which, you know, you can tell us if that if there's any rhyme or reason behind that as well. But how does that work and how do you strike a balance between giving the lads food they're actually going to enjoy eating and, and will participate in eating um, and not just sneaking takeaways on the side or whatever if you're just giving them plain food compared to, you know, actually achieving the goals they need to achieve?
2: I think you nailed it. Like Nabi hopefully will attend. But like if you don't like the food, you're not going to enjoy it. You're not going to eat it. You're not going to share it with your teammates, with the wider staff. We want people here a lot in football. It's a massively challenging environment. You work late nights, weekends, etc. So we want people to get up and think what's going to be on the menu today. What can I look forward to eating? And it's actually healthy for them as well. So we can give you some examples. But typically things that taste great are high in fat. So, our challenge, and this is with the whole chef team, and it's led and spearheaded by Colin Oakley, the head chef, but uh, it's to really reduce the fat content. So, we just play around with that. So, it's a lot of baking things using alternative ingredients. So, with a carbonara sauce, we're using thickened milk instead of cream, um, which we really just hopefully still provide a good taste. Um, but also, the players and the staff know that it's not really going to do anything but support them.
0: Yeah. Nabi, can you sort of what's your experience of the the food here? Because obviously, when we see it served up and everything, it looks amazing. Is it is it stuff that you enjoy eating? Is it stuff, you know, we've we've got the Instagram account now that the chefs run. Yeah. Um, it's chefs, eat chefs, and you know the lads are always smiling on that and and getting their platefuls and stuff. But what's it like for you guys coming in and working with with those guys and eating their food every day? No, yeah, since I'm
1: I'm here, I really be enjoying the food because uh, yeah you know you know it's going to be you know good for you for your body and uh, as well it tastes it tastes really good so i think me all the lads we're all enjoying you know the the meals we're having uh, at the club Uh, that's one of the first thing uh, nesad said to me he said yeah we're going to change your diet but it doesn't mean like we cannot add flavors or you know everything good on it so you know it's a it's just a mix of, of both, of tasting good and, and being good to your body. And and I think that's, you know, that's that's uh, that's great. And and I think everyone is enjoying it. Yeah.
0: Do you think that has changed your attitude and, and sort of um, approach to food on, on off days, on, on days you have yourself or when you're at home? Is it, do you think differently about what you're putting into body and how you prepare food or how or what you're eating and how you're eating
1: it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely cause, uh, you know, uh, before maybe, uh, I didn't care about what, what snack I, w- I was going to have in the afternoon or what kind of dinner I'm going to have in the afternoon. Maybe a lot of carbs, uh, um, you know, on the dinner and, uh, maybe I didn't have a really hard session. So at the end, maybe that wasn't the, the right thing to do. So yeah, now, even when I'm not having the. The meals uh, at the club. When I'm home, yeah, I think differently than what I used to do.
0: That's that's interesting to hear. One 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 point that's that's unique to yourself, Nabi and, and a few of the lads here is is obviously your faith and and you fast during Ramadan and, and things like that. And and Nessan's mentioned before that that was something that you guys worked closely in because those two things are are completely in, against each other: fasting yeah. and, and put, putting yourself in in peak performance is, is something that, that doesn't really make sense. And do you want to, Nessan, shed some light on, on how you worked with Nabi during you know, the month of Ramadan to ensure that he was in the best possible place he could be while still observing something that's incredibly important to, to him and his faith? Yeah, I
2: think it comes back to respect. Like we just spoke to Nabi, so Ben Samuels as well, the PhD student who, who works with us, and it's really just trying to understand from him what challenges he had, how we could help him overcome them, um often with Nabi because he's such a nice guy, he plays things down and he's happy to just uh, kind of maybe battle on. So it was really just trying to unpick that. Even little things like um, making sure he had his separate dining time at sunset on a hotel trip when the rest of the team would eat separately to him. Um, trying our best not to have food everywhere uh, when someone is fasting, which can be difficult. And then obviously yeah. a big thing for us was trying to provide him with all of the food and fluids that he required um to take away from the club um mm-hmm. and then I guess the final thing which was actually a really interesting strategy which was really cool and it really showed the group, strength of the group was actually bringing on fluids on at sunset exactly in a competitive fixture without getting the ref to stop the game so that was a really really big moment I think um and I'm sure Nabi can maybe speak a bit more about how he felt as a result of that
1: Yeah, no, I really, really enjoy that because, you know, uh, when you feel that uh, everyone's care about what you're doing, even if it's like uh, religion wise, uh, you know, that feels really good. Uh, Like, like Nesson said, uh, I remember a game, I don't know which one was it. And uh, Ryan Schofield just, you know, uh, played it like, like he was injured because you know, when the, when the keeper is injured, he's not coming out so you know the doctors are coming in but the keeper cannot go out so just played like he was injured and uh and that was the time for me you know to break the fast so uh, i could just go on the side you know have, have some water have some you know some sugar a little bit to you know to finish the game so you know it's it's little things like that that makes things you know beautiful because everyone scales. uh everyone knows that is you know it's not easy but I do it by faith, so you know. For me, for me, it's okay. You know, like Nessa said uh, about you know, pe- uh, try to to hide the foods and everything. Uh, I've been doing it for, for years, so now that doesn't <laughs> matter anymore. So, so, but just you know, the the fact that they think about doing this, yeah, is is really nice. So, so yeah, uh, he made it really, he made it really easy for me um, last season. You know, because of the plan he had for me, the program, everything I, I had to to eat after breaking the fast. You know, before starting the the whole day of fasting. So yeah, he made it really, really easy for me, and and uh, and yeah, I think I was uh, in the best way possible possible to to play the games, even if I if I was fasting. So that was that was really good.
0: Is that level of support during during Ramadan something that you've experienced before at a club? The, the fact that they made so many concessions about making sure that you know the lads weren't stuffing their faces in front of you while you were fasting and and all those little things—is that something that's that's quite common at other clubs, or is that something that was uh, unique to your experience here?
1: No, nah, for me that's the first time I experienced it. The other clubs, you know, they, you know, they know you're doing it, they respect it, but you know, that, that's it—that that stops there. And here it's totally different. They push the, the things much further. And, uh, and yeah, that's really good.
0: That must be nice to hear for you, Nessan, because obviously you've got to balance things between doing the science and getting things right, which is, you know, one end of your job and incredibly important. But it's still a team environment and there's still, you know, human beings at the end of it. You know, you, you can there are, there are probably people in, in your type of profession who, you know, forget the, the personality side of it and the, the emotional side of it and just have results and targets and, and try and hit those rather than taking into account the fact that naby has got feelings and you know he's he's got a pair of eyes, he can see what's going on, um, and all that sort of thing.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I think like obviously having such good role models in like Nabi, we had Yaya uh, with us last year as well. Uh, the senior players, we had four Academy players that were also going through Ramadan. Um, They're not as experienced, obviously, as Naby himself. So having someone like Naby be so conscious, obviously, of what he had to eat as well to perform to his best because it was a tough period. We were going through last year with a lot of games in a short period and obviously with the fixtures, the way the results were going. So I think the way the whole group came together was excellent. Even Tommy Elphick wrote to the PFA to talk about the need for official stoppages in games and how this needs to be improved in football. So it really showed that like... Not only us, like his teammates really cared. I remember Harry Toffler speaking to me about how we could support Nabi at different times. So it was a whole club effort, which was
0: really nice to see. Nessan, you've obviously been at different places and, and, and different clubs. Is is that sort of environment something that's that's quite unique to, to us? And because a, a lot of the feedback we get, and, and Nabi, I'm sure you've got an opinion on this as well, is that the squad we've got this year and the team environment this year is it's so close it's so tight there's a lot of unity there everybody's supportive of each other there's you know their friends on and off the field spending a lot of time together away from canal side away from match days and you know families involved and things is, is that something that you've seen before with what you're doing or, or is that something that's that's you know town related
2: um yeah no i i think obviously how the boys relate on the pitch and their relationships is so, so important. And I guess winning games can obviously bring people together like that. I think what's really yeah. neat here is that I feel the staff and the players are really close, which which is really, really nice. Because ultimately when you you worked so much together, it's really long hours, yeah. it's set a lot of travel, home and away. Um, actually having genuine relationships is key. Um, yeah. Like you said, all human beings first and foremost. And if we can understand each other's barriers, then we'll get definitely the best out of each other, which I think is what we're all trying to do. So, yeah, yeah I would say so, definitely.
0: Is that is that your opinion as well, Maybe Is there a is real tightness amongst not just you guys as players, but the, the coaches and the the performance staff that work alongside you?
1: Yeah, I think there is a great unity, you know, between the, uh, the players, you know, the group of players, but uh, the players and the staff as well, you know, uh, coming from like players and physio players and nutritionists uh, even the kitmans the chefs I think you know everyone is is coming along together and uh, and uh, everyone, everyone is you know really you can feel that that togetherness uh, in the changing room of the changing room like you said you know when you're traveling because uh, you travel with everyone so I think yeah that's that's something. That's something really, really
0: good, yeah. Excellent. I've got one quick question left for both of you because I know you both need to go and do your job now. Nessan, you need to go and weigh the lads and make sure they've been eating what you're giving them. Navi, you need to go and get weighed to make sure that you've been eating what you've been told to eat. But um, Nessan, we've had Paul on recently and and Callum from the physical performance team, um, who obviously you work really closely with. How does what they do inform what you do and vice versa? Is it, is it one of those, the same way you work with the lads on a one-to-one basis and with the chefs on a one-to-one basis and everything comes together? Are you speaking to them about, oh, they've put in this amount of performance or this, their workload's been like this, and, and you need to, to react to that in terms of what you're feeding them and, and how you're feeding?
2: Them? Yeah, absolutely. So they provide the stimulus and we modulate it. So we've uh, dampen that down to enhance recovery. When it's short turnaround or we really try and amplify the signal from the training and we adapt um so like obviously this week one game week is really reducing the amount of carbohydrate increasing uh, increasing fruit and veg etc uh, to make sure that nubby's getting the best out of the training that he's doing whereas when we're playing two games a week like last week obviously the key is recovery so really ramping up the carbohydrates reducing fruit and veg so we support the training that gets provided to the players. So we're almost like secondary to that. So I would say definitely. And every player has the individual goals to have IDPs, et cetera. So without getting in too much detail, uh, hopefully that gives you an, an overview.
0: Yeah, of course. Um and Nabi, finally, but before we let you go to go and step on the scales, um with the the, the last performance against uh, Middlesbrough where we, we we lost at home. We've obviously got another big game now in a, a local derby against Barnsley in, in South uh, South Yorkshire. There'll be a big following there of town fans. What's the mood been like in the, the camp this week? Obviously, there'll be some frustration and disappointment with that last result. Is that now <coughs> being put into some real motivation to turn that around and, and prove what we're really about at Oakwell on Saturday?
1: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, uh, all the frustration mm-hmm. we, had, uh, we had on Saturday, we... We just uh, put it into work, um, you know, I think we we we're all using this, you know, as a motivation uh, to, to work harder to to make things right. And uh, and it's good because we have a good opportunity to do it on Saturday. So, uh, yeah, we lost two games, but we, we, you know, we stay focused. We know we know what we can do and uh, and we're just going to, you know, keep going and and do and do things right do things better, and uh, yeah, I think everything's going to be fine.
0: Excellent. Well, best of luck for for Saturday afternoon, Naby, and and thank you very much for for sharing your knowledge as well. I'll let you two go do your your jobs now, and uh, thank you again to to Sports Broker for, for sponsoring the show. Thank you. Thanks for having us.